0: hello everyone we're back again for episode 11 of a controversial take and as always we have our regular communicators pete and zane hello guys that's always, me, ex- you always
1: come up with uh with new new words i spend Very a lot team.
0: of time with the thesaurus in the background yes <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: that's his. That's his main uh, research that he does into the uh, podcast.
0: It takes quite a bit of time. <laughs> I've got I'm a long. Sure time. It does. This week we don't have a guest. Uh, obviously, Tubbsy was back for round two last week, and wasn't he good? Wasn't he uh, good, guys?
1: So good. Surprisingly, he's very consistently good.
0: Um, I think the two dollar fifty microphone add a lot as well but Mm. obviously the stories i think we've hit hit the nail on the head with the subjects that we've given him as well so that's been pretty helpful
2: do you know what like uh, i i think sometimes you know you're in things and and you unearth a star like you know america's got talent you know this type of thing (laughs) i think (laughs) unearthed the star I, i think he's wasting his talents in his in his day job he should be on the radio or something i agree yeah Definitely, Definitely shouldn't be selling school uniforms, right? So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but maybe this is how he sells the school uniforms. We don't could actually be. know what he does. I've never yeah, seen him in a work environment. He could be mm. a sales king.
2: That's true. Um, he... That is true. Yeah. Yeah. True. And you can, you can,
1: yeah. you can write a write, uh, regular podcast guest on his CV now. That would, you know. <laughs>
0: Well, he's come back for two. I'm sure he'll be back for more. The way he's uh, he's been going, um, mm. there was a little bit of feedback from last week's episode, and I, I really only want to bring up one particular comment, um, which was Zane. A little bit about you, and right. a, a bit of an ongoing theme that you may have uh, misrepresented some of the the topic. Um, I think you went and talked a little bit about Yaming, who perhaps is more a peer as opposed to a childhood. Sporting hero, but either way, um, that was raised. That you know, I th- we're, yeah. we're here to educate, so uh, not quite <laughs> childhood. But I think you you rightly pointed out that for some of our listeners, Yao yeah, could really be a childhood a childhood hero. One one in particular. So right. I, I think today's yeah episode- we yeah we
1: talked about something today, and you know it was a very vivid memory for all of us except one because he was two at the time.
2: <laughs> no, coming to Zane's uh, defence as well. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say that we've really grown up, even. <laughs> oh. So, On um, maturity level, you're talking about? I'm talking about, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the spirit of like how we felt or how Zane felt about Yao. He probably thought Yao was a man, he was a kid, <laughs> even though he was only a couple of months older than him. <laughs> <laughs> if you I still be a boy, daddy. <laughs> yeah, Yao, daddy. <laughs> Wait the uh, podcast episode number 300 when Zane (laughs) talks about how Yao Ming's daughter is one of his childhood heroes.
0: (laughs) Well, this education theme might keep going tonight because we are Mm. talking old school games and I think we're going to go straight into it. Um, Mm. And these old school games are going to be very broad. So this topic is going to cover PC games, handheld devices, consoles, the arcade, there'll probably be others that, that pop up here that i haven't mentioned so mm. the hard bit is to work out where we start and i think we need to a little bit of an education piece we got to go all the way back uh because i think mm. our generation has probably experienced the biggest change and we've been more, most up to date with a lot of these things that have happened um well we experienced go- uh, we
1: experienced the beginning right so we were there for the very first um
0: pretty much I I don't know if we need to fact check that or well, not, but close I, enough.
2: No, well, I, think, close I enough. think if you if you say like first commercially, commercially um, yeah. available gaming console systems, yeah. things like that, yep. like yeah. the the first ones came out in our childhood, and yeah. this this is maybe part of the reason why we really never grew up because you know the gaming evolution, like it it's evolved so much right in terms of where it's where it started and and where it's gone and and i think it like it'd be nice to reminisce about you know where it started not not way back when like you know pong came out in the mid 1970s and you know people were playing that in the us like i'm talking about you know probably where i would start tim from from at least from my experience is with atari the very first system I ever had.
0: Yeah, I, I, that was going to be my first question. What was the first system you had? And because PCs as well were relatively new um, in the home, I think at that time because they were pretty bloody expensive. Well,
1: PCs right. were later on. PCs were yeah, like in the late eighties and early nineties. Because I, I remember the two eight six and three eight six uh, um, PCs, right? So yeah, they, they were later on. So. It, you know the ataris and your Commodore 64s what they called uh, yeah yeah yep yeah they were the first ones that were available and i have a little bit of a different timeline to you guys because i was back then i was still in china right so um my first real experience is probably i think i've come across Commodore 64 and atari but but the most popular and at least certainly the one that i remember the most is
0: the, the nintendo so, yeah, yeah one of the, original,
2: a, a, the original, NES, right? Yeah, NES, yeah.
0: But slightly, slightly later on in the in the uh, timeline, but yeah. maybe we'll, let's start with Pete, and we'll go to the Atari because I, I didn't own one of this, but I did go to friends' houses and play it. Uh, hmm. Pete, how about you kick us off with a couple of your memories of the Atari?
2: Well, at Atari was was really the first, and I don't know whether this was my parents kind of going, look, I want to just get you to stop like falling out of trees and breaking bones and like mucking around on your bike and coming home with bumps and bruises. Let's see if we can, you know, plonk him in front of the TV. Um, And back in those days, like, you know, the cabling was interesting, right? Because the Atari would have to go through like an antenna type cable um or i don't even know what that Mm. what that cable was called is it an rc or something i don't even think modern tvs have that type of cabling anymore um was that the
0: different colored ones or is that pre that this was one that
2: you would actually plug it in plug the atari Mm -hmm. into where you plugged your tv's antenna
1: oh yeah i remember that
2: yeah 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 which was which was a bit weird and then i the first system i ever had was the was you know the woody atari the one that's made of wood the console of wood which (laughs) is now worth a shitload right and for whatever reason my mum upgraded it to the 2600 which is the plastic Plastic. small one um Mm. but the you know One of the things I was thinking about when I was thinking about Atari was, and and I think this was even in later um, types of consoles as well why was there ever a switch to toggle between color and black and white? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what, 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 who in their right mind would want to play a game in black and white that could be played in color?
1: Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what it is, right? It's for the colorblind. Right, so to make to to make it um, fair for them, they switch it to black and white. So when they play <laughs> against a <the> normal
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> were you playing against a dog? <laughs> so, right. If you're colour blind, you play something like
1: like a game that spot the red colour. Right, it's unfair advantage for the normal. Oh, get
2: what and, and How are you going to spot the red <laughs> colour in black and white?
1: <laughs> no exactly then you, you, you both have to guess right so it's, it's fair
2: <laughs> oh my god that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but anyway okay yeah let's just assume that they built this this one of the four features that was built into the atari system was to ensure that colorblind people didn't have a disadvantage in spot the color games. Let's assume that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's a great assumption to work from. Um, But facts.
0: So so let's let's just lock that in and move (laughs) on. It's (laughs) all about (laughs) equality. That's that's a fact. Like
2: I I think people won't believe that, but that's that's actually a fact. Um, Well it is now anyway. I, I was one thing that was surprised me about the Atari team is I was looking up, uh, like you know, top 30 games, top 20 games ever on Atari, and turns out the majority of them I own and I still have, um, which is great. So, um, games like Berserk, which is kind of like a It's kind of it's kind of like the modern day equivalent of like Counter Strike, I guess, except that (laughs) except
1: you're shooting a square,
2: except yeah, you're shooting a straight thing based on how you angle your thing, but it only goes in eight directions, right? Like (laughs) up, down, and the diagonals, and you've got walls on the screen that protect you, but they also They also, if you run into the wall, it zaps you and you die. So, um, But that was pretty revolutionary. Um, River Raid, uh, Space Invaders, which is a very popular one. Um, Asteroids, which is very popular as well. Um, Frogger, everyone knows Frogger, right? I've got Frogger. Um, And one of the games, it's the first one I ever remember playing. is a game called Super Breakout. And this game is actually i think i don't know what current games on phones people play but i have seen ads for a game that is similar to super breakout basically what happens is it's kind of like puzzle bubble right except that um rather than shooting at colors you're shooting at blocks of different power and you've got to keep the ball active um by moving uh like your i guess your cursor at the bottom that goes across oh, yeah, the screen yeah. it's a very common style of game and this would have been 1986 or seven or something like that um that was always good um one of my a
0: little bit like uh, like an advanced pong yeah it was, kind it was of. A ball wasn't it and you had yeah, that, yeah. that little line that you had to move Pong's for two people
1: right? it's, so vertical. It's, uh, it's, it's vertical people.
2: right so you're yeah, pushing people, you're yeah. it up yeah
1: and you um they, they they have many versions of this when uh, later on and for i assume this was very simple like it, you, you, when the ball reaches your paddle or whatever it just bounces straight back up right yeah you can't, very simple you can't like catch it or like you know because the, the later versions of this you can actually like catch you you can actually like take powers and you catch it and then yeah it becomes like three balls and stuff I assume that's not gonna happen in the entire.
2: It's it, like it's almost like a um, like an almost an early stage version of you know those games where you're in control of like a um, like a, an aircraft and and maybe it's Battlefield 67 or whatever the hell it was <laughs> not the Rock game but the, the the actual computer game that Franny was referencing where yep. you actually shoot but then you know maybe you kill something and you can get extra powers and all that kind of thing like mm. this was probably prior to them being able to work out how those extra powers would work. um, I remember there was a toggle on the Atari that was basically either a beginner game or an advanced game, and all this toggle did, I don't understand why this is the only game this toggle worked for. It made the bar that you were using to hit the thing either short or long. Like I don't know. It's really weird. Um, Difficulty setting. Yeah, pretty much. Um, one thing I remember with this game, uh, just to throw in a childhood memory as well. Um, you know, most people who listen to the podcast probably know Brendan, and we spent a lot of uh, school holidays together. And one of the games we used to play was Space Invaders, right? Two person mm-hmm. um, Space Invaders, and we would play um, for for Fruit Kingles. Um, mm-hmm. If that's a throwback lolly, right? Fruit tingles. I don't. I think they're now under the brand of Lifesavers, but back then um, they were fruit tingles. And the when the game kind of became shit was when we actually outscored the game because it only had four <laughs> digits and <laughs> it clocked over to zero. And we're like, what the hell? Like. Now what? Like we've clocked it. <laughs> like who the <laughs> hell can fuck Space Invaders? Yeah. Um You guys are Oh, you guys are pretty good. We were pretty good. Yeah, I I always controlled the left-hand side and 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 Brendan had the right-hand side, so mm. um but yeah, we were we got good. that's hey, Pete, r-
0: remind me for all of these games, what was the controller for Atari?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's a good question. I have multiple controllers, so super breakout that I was talking about before is a paddle with a spinning disk. So you you um, control it left and right, and it's got a couple of uh, buttons on it. Um, not on the spinning disk, but it's like a disk, right? I don't know. I don't even know anything. It looks a bit like a fishing rod um, to some degree. Um, but the uh, the main controller, and this wasn't standard, with the um, with the Atari, but what we used was this long joypad that was just had this. It, it looked like a um, uh, like a like a gear stick from a car, like a manual yeah. car, um, yeah. and it had a button on top, and then there was a button on the um, on the actual base of it, and that was that controlled all directions. Um, yeah, that was that was the controller we used. There was the version that came with. Um, was like a uh, more like a PS one, but flat and not very comfortable to hold. Um, yep. You know, the PS ones are sort of shaped towards your hands. The ones back in the day were like rectangular and still had that kind of um, uh, finger pad, I guess you, you could call it, um, that moves you in different directions.
0: Mm, yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, yeah. yeah, that's an interesting one.
2: And I, and I think some of those
0: are dead, like the, that joy joystick type thing, you don't see much anymore at all, really. Only,
2: I will say, that the last time I reckon I saw something similar um, was looking at things like flight simulators.
0: Yeah.
3: Hmm. True. Yeah. Hmm. Uh,
0: nice. Before we go to Zane and the Nintendo, because I think that's where you probably want to start, Zane, I'm going to throw yep. in one for um, kind of mid to late 80s, um, and, and the story behind this is um, my dad had a couple of relatives that came to, to Australia and they they started a, a computer shop. Um, and when that closed down in that kind of mid to late 80s, they had a lot of spare computers. So it turned out that's what we had, <laughs> lots of these computers. Yeah. Um, and there are all uh, I think they're probably the, the 286 version or whatever. If there any is anything before that, I don't even remember. But all I remember is um, so definitely IBM. There was the monochrome monitor. Everything was um, slow. You had to know how to use MS DOS. Uh, that that was kind of that period. And the game mm. that I used to play with my cousin was Olympics Decathlon, which mm. uh, I believe was a Microsoft game. Started um, very 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 basic. The only games I really remember playing there in that was a sprint, uh, which was obviously just mashing the keyboard as much <laughs> as you could. <laughs> Uh, javelin, which was the guy would run. I think you just press probably spacebar or something, and it would automatically yeah, run, angle. and you had to change the angle. Yeah, to, to yeah. throw the javelin. Um, and that was the only two games I could really think of in that particular, or two events I could think of in that game. Uh, but that was unbelievable back then, and, and I still I think at some point we ended up selling all our our computers and then um it was every time i went over to my cousin's house that was the game we played and you could play for hours and in hindsight looking back i can't imagine how the hell you could play that for hours because i <laughs> <wow, that became laughs> pretty bloody boring i would have thought but the best oh, thing back then well it's and, the
1: best thing back there right so and it was it was quite revolutionary right yeah it's
0: uh... oh, definitely uh, the one thing i remember about that system though was obviously it had the keyboard because it was a pc but had the joystick as well, which was this uh, basically a yeah. brick. It was a yeah. small brick, uh, rectangular shape. Had the little uh, either plastic or if you if you paid a little bit extra, uh, a metal tiny little joystick um, that that only moved the uh, what eight ways, I guess, and there was no in betweens. Um, and then one or two buttons on the top, and and that thing, I'm pretty sure we we used over many different PC iterations after that. Um, But that I'm pretty sure if I look it up now would be worth quite a bit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you guys? Did you (laughs) guys have? I think
2: this this comment on like whether it's worth a lot is quite interesting when it comes to video games because something it's very hit and miss, right? Like you just don't know. But yeah, some things are really kind of nostalgic, and then other things that you think like it's old and you know it's it's quite. Like it was revolutionary in the time, and probably worth something. It's worth nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, true, true. You probably got to go quite a way back. Like something like a joystick. There's been that many iterations through the '90s and probably early 2000s. They'd be useless. But the the ones that you were kind of talking about for things like flight simulator. Um, but maybe the earlier ones, the vintage ones. Maybe vintage is the right word. Maybe. Um, let's throw it to Zane. Oh, actually, before I throw it to Zane, did, did did you guys? When did you guys first have a? Have a pc uh
1: for me it was 1991 so when i first came to us I, I never had one um before that uh, not in china
0: anyway so i, mean, I haven't even seen a pc uh, right. in china and that wouldn't have been color in 91 i don't think
1: uh 91 was it? no it was it was, was? yeah it was i um... learned um learned dos quite quickly because you know you, you have to play games so um, all, all your <laughs> that
3: was DIR the only way, return,
1: wasn't it? <laughs> yeah dir return to search for the uh, root directory and <laughs> look for the exe file you know
0: <laughs> all the stuff I, that no kid now would know jacko i,
2: I yeah. remember vividly my my first pc um and and i'll maybe I'll, I'll let zane uh talk to his before um but rather than uh sort of take over this one but Um it was an Amstrad. I we bought it from Kmart. I remember it vividly, Kmart at Parkmore, and it Mm -hmm. cost $999. And it was a humongous investment. Um (laughs) it was uh I'm just looking at it and it looks like Amstrad entered that market in 1986. So it must have been kind of maybe in the late 80s. Um
1: 900 bucks is a lot of money
2: so much money yeah so much that
1: would have been like a couple months
0: wages for your dad being a police back then
2: i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) i'm (laughs) guessing the system itself
0: would have been relatively massive because the screens back then the old crt type monitors were massive
2: they were huge yeah yeah but i don't think this thing was ever labeled as like Two eight six three. I don't know. It was just an M <laughs> whatever that meant. <laughs> yeah, that was before the two eight six. Yeah,
0: we'll come back to PCs because I think that yeah. uh, that's a that's a later discussion for, for a few. Yeah. Years. Let, so the original to, one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to your so, saying.
1: Yeah. So the original NES. I mean, you know, China back then was still relatively, I would, you know, closed off to the world. I suppose, right? I mean, we we didn't get that many. Um, things from the Western uh, Western world, um, especially imported stuff. So, you know, I haven't seen a PC. We had television, color television and stuff. And then along comes this, you know, NES, you know, all the, imagine all the kids, you know, um, hearing about this, uh, you know, gaming machine, right? And you can plug onto your TV and you can play the games. And that was, um, people really loved it, right? But because, because it was expensive, not everyone had it, so what would what we used to do is people would run illegal um, gaming houses in their homes. So, so what? yeah, so in our, our compound, you'll hear like by word of mouth, you you hear about oh this guy's got a NES at home, and he will be like you can go to his place in the you know in saturday afternoon or whatever right and you can line up to play the game um (laughs) and uh he charged um people a dollar for um for an hour and you could play you know one choir for an hour and you could play for an hour and then you hand it over to the next guy in queue so it will be like a massive line um out uh, you know like in his house yeah but his door will be closed because obviously he didn't want anybody to know that he was running an illegal uh, (laughs) (laughs) operation but it will be packed right there'll be like you walk walking and there'll be be like 15 people in in his home and you know back then um the apartments were really small They, they were you know maybe 10 20 square meters right so it's not like a big apartment but all the kids were like like, you know they were just crowded around the the little tv little tiny tv watching the guy who is the guys who pay for their time play the play their games right so that was like a a pretty vivid memory uh we spent countless weekends um my, my friends and i just watching other people play nes and then occasionally we'll get our turn because the line's really long right so we'll probably wait for like three or four hours until we play for, for, for half an hour. right? Because you know, that you pay a buck and it's two of you guys. So you only pay play for half an hour. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was like a, a pretty good memory and the games that were played, um, I, I remember the most popular one back then, um, obviously super Mario brothers was, was, um, the game, right. But, um, with the boys. Um, not many play Super Mario Brothers because it was a single-player game, right? Mm, so yep. you can't play two people. The most popular one was, um, if you guys have heard of a game called Contra.
0: I have not.
1: I've not either. You have not. It's, it. uh, it's called it's called Con- Contra. So basically, uh, it's a it's a side-scrolling platform game um and basically the the characters that you control they resemble rambo so it's basically two rambos running around killing people with right. their guns and yeah so um so it's it's really really popular and the good thing about it is once one um nintendo came along they actually have variety in their game so it's not like the old uh, atari thing. it's very linear this one um with the characters so you can actually um collect power-ups and your gun and your ammunition will change so you get like weird ass guns where you shoot laser or you get like um uh, weird ass guns where you you shoot and they're, they you know the, the the bullets fly in three different directions right so so uh so yeah it's it was a very attractive game for 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 the boys i mean there were no girls um that were playing um playing nes at least i didn't see any um, so it was, it was all um, young school kids. So, this yeah, game, looks, was, this um,
2: game looks badass. i, I was just um, yeah looking the, at the, the uh, Wikipedia uh, of it. The actually the um, it, it's economy game, but the,
1: uh, the, yeah,
2: the game. Yeah, the the front page um, looks pretty amazing. Like it, it is like as you it described, described like Rambo. some. <laughs> Some Rambo guy, but he looks a little bit like Guile from Street Fighter, and he's just got a massive gun. Looks a bit like um, Army yeah. from Commando.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So it's like a you know you, you could you could see why why it was um, very attractive to, to to little boys, right? Yeah. So and yeah, so it, cool. it, it, it had really good gameplay. Um, so uh, you know, um, I. I um, I tried to play it on a on a simulator, you know, last year during lockdown. It was it was good. Uh, it's it still a good game to play. Even till this day, it's not a it's
2: it's not a bad game. It's actually withstood the test of time. I would say. Mm. The um the illegal uh, shop houses. How many? Um, how many? Would it just have one system in it, or would they have multiple systems? A uh, good question.
1: Uh, the one I had, um, I think he had like two um but i've been to ones where they only have one or um so i mean they yeah it depends on how many tvs you have so
2: yeah (laughs) it sounds
0: awesome (laughs) i like that no but you know it's uh i mean yeah so then did you yeah you played it in those in in the um in the game houses then did you end up with your own nintendo system oh uh, yeah
3: I,
1: I ended up with my own because my relative my relative from hong kong actually sent one back to us um and that was just before i, I left um for uh, for australia so i had it for about half a year and that was really good because i just play whenever i want but i i didn't set up illegal <laughs> that, was <about> say, <laughs> that was a something also you missed otherwise <laughs> Um yeah, lost of, you know. Other, otherwise, I would have, um, you know, said it in my uh, previous, uh, in our previous podcast, uh, our, our side hustles, right? <laughs> uh, does
0: that, that mean that
2: an opportunity missed? You know what this tells me, Tim, that Zane didn't have any, um, any naughty friends up the street that were clearly not convincing him to <laughs> do <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> could have made a lot of money in the no. six months or four <laughs> months or whatever it was. Hey, does yeah, that exactly. did you take the Nintendo with you to Australia or do you? did it stay (laughs) no no i
1: left it i left it for my cousin
0: right did you so so the first thing because you're a nintendo person were any mm. consoles after that because there's a bit of a nintendo versus sega thing that i think happens a little bit with with families Um, yeah i never had a
1: sega Um, i never had a sega um but when i came to um I i never really had a platform until i um, until i um bought a playstation or, or something I, I don't remember so it was or uh, maybe a super nes so uh, it was i was always a pc guy after that um then yeah so cuz cuz pc were you know it was cheap right um yep. when you had a pc you can get all these uh, games for for free um or Swap pirate games Swap me or you know you, you have like people you know, in at school, right? You people people were just copying games for each other.
2: Right? So. Onto onto 30 discs, insert disc number one. Yeah, onto thirty discs. <laughs> 30. <Yeah. laughs> insert disc <laughs> yeah. number thirty. Uh, and one, number twenty-nine is corrupted. corrupted. Yeah, exactly. It's corrupted. Yeah, it's yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh man, those <laughs> days. Oh my ones. god.
0: <laughs> um, before we get on to PC, because that's probably gonna take up a bit of time uh pete hmm. were you a nintendo or see your person after your atari
2: so i never had never had a nintendo ever um actually i, I lie i had a wii um and now i've got a switch but um in those days yeah yeah it turns out i've got everything but um in those days yeah it it was,
1: i know you have a switch
2: <laughs> yeah, in those days we didn't we didn't have um uh, those and I remember pleading um, like endlessly with my parents to uh, finally get a Mega Drive, and that was um, that was a huge thing for me. And I don't really I can't remember what year it was. It was must have been in high school. And now when I think about it, I'm not really sure how my mum agreed to it because it was um, it was the Mortal Kombat pack. Um, that was out. Oh, I remember yeah. getting it and going, Oh my god, this game is amazing. Um, and mm. you know, I think that was that was kind of because I, I think a lot of my mates, um, you know, they were playing Street Fighter, and then and then when Mortal Kombat came out, it was it was quite different, um, mm. like just the the level of vulgarity. Um, and, and I loved it, so you know, yeah, that it was realistic, it was had, very like, realistic, real good, yeah. Real people. And, and that came with. Um, I remember the the Mega Drive came with. Obviously, it was the Mortal Kombat pack, but it came with Sonic the Hedgehog. I think it was Sonic and Tails was the yeah. game. It came with Alex Kidd. I don't know what the fuck that game was, right? To be honest, it was just. <laughs> it, I don't think anyone ever bought that game. It just always came with the pack. Um, <laughs> it came with the game Columns, which was like an early version of. Well, it was like a knockoff version of Tetris, but without the shapes. I don't really know what that game was about either. It was kind of a little bit like um, uh, the modern day like Candy Crush without all of the super moves. You know, um, so it was, that was interesting. Um, and I think that was it. Um, but I, you know, I spent so much time playing Mortal Kombat and playing um, Sonic. Uh, Sonic and Tails—that was a pretty good game. Um, Mm. But yeah, Mortal Kombat—I don't know. I'll reach out to you guys. What? Who was your character? We're talking Mortal Kombat original, right? Who is your character? Who's your character of choice? Sub Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Sub Zero. -Zero. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm a bit the same. Um, I did like a bit of Scorpion as well. Um, But yeah, Sub Zero. I think it's pretty. I was was, was very happy. Very um, happy with the newer movie.
1: Yeah, I was Sub-Zero and uh Liu Kang.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. Not my favorite, but and he made a really <laughs> weird noise. <laughs> I didn't yeah. like his uh his like um like kick through the air thing. Um but his fireball was pretty cool. Um <laughs> true,
0: true. I had a uh, Mega Drive as well. I've got one console that handheld before before that i'll talk about it in a minute um but pete we, we we uh shared a couple of photos the other day because i pulled mine out uh, i only have the console and not the games and there's a bit of a story to that which i'll tell a bit later on because that dovetails into something else but i noticed that our consoles notwithstanding that they're actually the same version are different are different <laughs> and yeah, it took know, me a yeah. little bit of time because i i started delving into well what the hell happened here and why is it actually different and it um, I think it turns out, and I'm pretty sure, I can't quite remember if it was the Rival or another system, but I'm pretty sure we bought ours in Malaysia. It was a standard PAL version, which I think is the same one as Australia. So you could buy the games here, but the original system we got from Malaysia. was So it was a different, there's different buttons on it. It's a different color, but it does the same bloody thing.
2: No, um, it doesn't. doesn't. This is it? the thing. And this is what I said, I said to you, like, we'll need to have a chat about this because... And maybe you didn't pick this up from the photo um, that I had sent, but this was, this was my pet hate, right? Because one of my good mates um, throughout high school, and I used to go to his place every day, his, his dad frequently visited uh, Japan and other parts of Asia and yeah. would come back with all of this stuff, right, including um, Mega Drive games. And yeah. the game that he brought back that I wanted to play was Duck Hunt. I think it was Duck Hunt, or it was yeah. like a, the Donald Duck one. I think it was Duck Hunt, but maybe it wasn't Duck Hunt. Um, but anyway, when I took it, I grabbed it off him and, and then took it home, and then I put it in my console, and it wouldn't fit. So.
0: Oh, because different versions?
2: No, different shape. Really? So if, if you look at the photo of my console, yeah. I have attacked the plastic with a file to trim off a um, like a square edge at the top, yeah, because the all of the um, cartridges that came out of Asia were round at the top, but all of the cartridges that were made for the Australian market were like kind of this weird arrow shape. So literally all I needed to do was get a nail file and get rid of this extra plastic that was stopping me from being able to play this game. And then as soon as I did that, and it was a bit of a hat job but as soon as i did that i could fit the console uh, the the console in the in the slot right. so when yeah. i saw your photo i noticed that um the ah, the, the, slit, You're right. the slit is like square yeah. right so you can put anything in it but mine is it was yeah. kind of like this arrow shape i reckon that was their piracy measure <laughs> um nice. Back in those days, like don't worry about like putting any um, security on the actual um, cartridges or anything. All you do is just add a little bit of plastic so that the other cartridges don't fit. Like,
0: now that you say it, this all makes genius. sense as to why I could play the Australian games, but I could also play the overseas games. <laughs> exactly, right?
2: So, so my mate had this other, I don't know where he got this, but there was some other add-on system or something where you you could you could plug this this other device into it and then you could play like hundreds of games in one console um that was i don't know i don't know where all this stuff came from but like the the earlier days of people trying to um you know pirate all of this type of stuff like pre-cds where you know cds you could just copy onto a cd right back in those days you actually needed to do a bit of manufacturing to to make it happen because you needed to mimic um, the way yeah. that the console worked but people did it it was amazing yeah.
0: Which, now you mention it for mm. a, a later console i remember particularly the playstation there are a lot of people doing that where you actually have to open up the system um hardwire a few things and then you can every yeah like, yeah now that all that memory is coming back <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah uh, it's um, called jailbreaking jailbreaking it is you're right it still yep. happens <laughs> the um on the on the um on the on that system one of the highlights of my life was then later buying nba live 95 which was mm. such a like had such good marketing around it right because the live and 95 like kind of went hand in hand right because they they rhymed and then it when it came and they did an iteration every year, like it was a bit weird. But I remember playing this game and you know, I got pretty good at it, um, as you do, because you spend so many hours playing it, and then all of a sudden, like all the players froze. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck has gone on there? Like the game's buggy, right? Yeah. And and then, you know, I switched it off and I was playing again, and then the same thing happened again. I was like, what's going on? So it turns out I worked it out eventually that I actually found by myself a cheat to make all of the other players stop, but you could still run around with the ball and you could still shoot. And so you could just get the rebound, freeze every other player, run on the fast break, unfreeze it with the same cheat, and then just dunk it without anyone around. It was amazing. <laughs> But what I realised is, if you had, um, if you were playing in like the superstar mode or whatever it was, which meant that there was out of bounds. If you went out of bounds while everyone was frozen, when you unlocked it, it was out of bounds. <laughs> like they were just calling you for being out of bounds, which was classic. Uh, so yeah, I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun with the um, with the Mega Drive. Still got it. I, I think we should break it out one day. Um,
0: well, I've I uh, I've got a system and one one keypad, but nothing else. <laughs> so I'll need your games.
2: I'll bring games. Next time I'm in, I'll <laughs> bring some games down. We'll play NBA Live 95. <laughs> hey, the, um, the, the one
0: that I had before the Mega Drive uh, was a handheld, was the Nintendo Game Boy. So that was mm, my first kind of foray into probably gaming more so than in the PC. Um, and I remember well one every every time we, we kind of went out um for lunches and stuff often and you go to yum cha and when you're waiting that'd be you're the kid who's got the game boy everyone's around you so trying to trying to watch watch what you're doing um and there was some that was my only i was going to say only nintendo but i also have a Wii. um that was the, the first foray into into mario um I, but but I wasn't so much a, a Mario kind of person because I ended up playing Sega so it was more on the other side with um with Sonic um but my favorite game on on the Game Boy was a little bit similar to to Zane's uh Contra game was Robocop very similar layout Mario. um obviously Robocop's there got his gun and it's the same left to right scrolling action action game that was the one that I played for hours. Uh, that and probably Tetris, but I remember having crap loads of different games, but um, that was by far my favourite.
2: I remember. Yeah. Um, I think the one that had Game Boy um, a- among my friends was Tubbsie. Um so he can probably talk to talk to Game Boy. But I remember one of the one of the big games in that era was, um, was like Jordan versus Bird or something like that, like a basketball one, which Magic was. Was it Magic versus Bird? Uh, it was whatever it was. That's right. Magic versus it was, Bird. It was quite revolutionary on on the Game Boy.
0: No, I, think I can't it was, um, I remember I there was a basketball PC. game I played. I just can't remember if that was it or not.
2: Uh, it's Jordan versus Bird. I can see it. One on one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. 1988. Jordan versus Bird.
1: So it's a, it's definitely a port from PC because Game Boy wasn't around in 1988. So it was um, an old PC game that they ported
0: onto
2: onto. I okay. think that's right. Later yeah, on. I think yeah. that's right. Mm, true.
0: Um, we'll we'll get a PC in a moment, but the this is I guess the Game Boy and my Sega um, are kind of linked in this. But um, one of the reasons that I well I don't have a Game Boy anymore. And I don't really have most of the Sega Mega Drive stuff is um, in the summer of uh, 95, I think it was, uh, our our house got robbed. And there was by two little kids, two teenagers who stole uh, a couple of bottles of alcohol, um, a bit of jewelry. But all of my Game Boy games, (laughs) my Game Boy, all of my Sega Mega Drive um, games took took the, the console as well. And uh, i remember coming home and um you know we got back and we're like Shit, why are all these lights on that, that weren't when we left um noticed all this stuff was missing got the insurers in so i, I got all that back the the cops actually caught, caught the the kids um i think the day day later uh, and they got got picked up because they were looking a little bit dodgy um but mainly because they were carrying all the bottles of alcohol in, in their bag <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> what they'd already done was Arsholes. got rid of all they'd already sold the game boy the games um oh, no. and all of my sega mega drive games but not the actual console so we recovered <laughs> the system which was a little bit stupid but no games so um but obviously when the insurers came in and did a a nice little um well, we we told them what we had um that money turned into a, a playstation one so that was a nice little win for me oh. but I've missed out on, <laughs> on the Game Boy. <laughs> so that, that was one thing I would have loved to still have had.
2: Yeah. That's a partial win. I'll call it a partial win. Yeah. It's a, Probably yeah, a win I at the it. time.
0: It, it felt like a win, but in hindsight, yeah, maybe not. Uh, PlayStation when it first came out though, was bloody expensive. So pro- not, not a bad thing to have got insurance money to pay for it. Mm. Let's go into PC because I think we have a whole heap of games and stories around that. Mm. Can, uh,
2: I, yep. can i Can i think i've got the first pc right this amstrad thing you
0: have the first pc yes. so let
2: me let me explain like again this was this was probably the first thing i remember actually bugging my mum for that you know i think i i had a major win after we got the pc i don't really remember why we got the pc um but i remember getting it and then um going into Kmart as well and sort of looking at the games. And I ended up wrangling myself a three-pack sports pack of games. So the games included were Indy 500, the simulation, um, PGA Tour golf, and Lakers versus Celtics, and the NBA playoffs. So those were the three games. We're talking like late late 80s, um, these games came out. PGA Tour Golf, that game, it, that version of it, is still one of the yeah. best games that you'll ever play. Yeah. Golf-wise, very, like you know, very much the foundation for games that followed, like Tiger Woods and so forth. Um, but I want to, I want to go to Indy 500, the simulation. It still, in my mind, is the hardest game I've ever played in my life. And yeah. let me explain. Let me explain why it was it was a revolutionary like racing game in the sense that you you had the ability to go in and actually do a lot of customizations to your car and the engine and all that type of thing but when you actually played the game there was only kind of four different options for you to play and, and it was only the indie track right the indianapolis track so you could play a 10-lap game a 30-lap game a 75-lap game or a 200-lap game, and the 200-lap game being, you know, the full Indy 500 race, and that's the one that you want to you wanna do well at, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. The, the quirk was the 10 and 30-lap games, no damage. So you can't die, basically, right? But the 200-lap game, if you're going to do it, like you have full damage, and as soon as you're damaged, you're out like and and you can't control it right and the problem was this is what i found anyway you could tune your car your car was shit when it started so if you were if you did no tuning in your car you could probably get to about 18th um but you still have to watch your engine because there's a good chance your engine will overheat and the other part of it was if you didn't do a pit stop then your tires would burst But doing a pit stop was the hardest thing you've ever tried to do because there was no real markings for where you needed to stop. And it was really hard to judge. And if other people were taking a pit stop, you would ram them and then you'd be out as well. So in all of the years that I played this game and I played this game so much, I reckon I got to about 65 laps and that's it, like not even (laughs) close. And, and I, couldn't, I couldn't get in the top five in terms of speed without putting my car into a position where after about 15 laps it would just overheat and die. So I have no idea how to win this game. I still don't. still the hardest game. I've, and I, and I've, I like Zane with his um, other game, Like I did get an emulator for it years later and try it again as an adult, as a smarter adult still couldn't do it (laughs) it puzzles me it's it's actually one of the things in my life that has haunted me well if anyone out there is listening and has has actually finished not one just finished the 200 lapper on indianapolis 500 the simulation from like 1989 or whenever that game was created fuck you like, I, you. <laughs> I don't want to know how you did it. I just hate you. <laughs> it yeah. really annoys me. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the one of the funniest things about this Amstrad PC was if you turned on the system and loaded the game, and it was on a big floppy disk, right? And you loaded the game, it was in like 16 color or something. What you actually needed to do first was load a system called gem startup or something and then exit back into dos prompt and then go back into it and it would be like 256 color so you basically you know you had to load the driver then get out of the driver then load the game um and you had to answer a question um before loading this game (laughs) this indy 500 game and i lost the booklet that had all the answers to the questions, so, and there was no such thing as like Wikipedia or anything. So, man, sometimes you would just be like, "Fuck, I got that one wrong. I need yeah. to start again." <laughs> That's the most but ridiculous you, you thing. still continue to do it, right? <laughs> I still try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, I yeah. just uh, uh, just a, yeah. just the little fact that
1: we may have all uh, forgotten is back then when we first got the PC, um, the PC. The PCs didn't have a mouse, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a Windows, right? So there were there were no there was no mouse to mm. the PC, so it was all just just keyboard. So so it was just a little uh, uh, funny fact for for the young ones.
0: <laughs> Very true, and the uh, well the five point one h floppy that you were using as well to, right, yeah. <laughs> to load <Yeah>. these games. <laughs> There's no, yeah. no internal internal memory. No, yeah, no internal well, memory, yeah.
2: and you know the biggest problem was if the clock got out of sync. I mean, you'd have to go back into the system and replace the battery yeah. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that worked, but yeah, real uh, problems back then. Definitely. Yeah, real problems. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Yes, Zane. In that, your your well, first the first the,
1: the first ever game. The yeah, the first. Oh, well, you know, I got the PC um, when I when I um when I came to Australia and the first g- um game I played on PC was Tetris yep uh, and uh, Tetris original, was, original
2: Tetris right the original
1: Tetris yeah um with the uh with the Kremlin as a as background for one of those stages I think <laughs> so and with the um you know the the two-bit music um and it was like the uh the Russian folk folk music at the back
0: if you guys remember and, uh, I I can hear it just... in my head now. That's going to be annoying. But... Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> it and it keeps going. For it just keeps going when you're playing the game. It just it, <laughs> it does keep going. Part. But
1: it, it, but like when you played it, it was fantastic, right? I mean, at, at back then, Tetris was was great. Yeah. You know, and it, you know the the fact that it it got harder and harder and and it, you know, it was just like I was I was really hooked on on Tetris. It was Tetris uh, it was, was fantastic.
2: You know, yeah. Fantastic game, yeah. Oh, Alan, yeah. and then still is
3: yeah, when you
1: can play. Uh, well, yeah, well, I find it's a little bit different. <laughs> do, you remember, <laughs> then, do you
2: remember watching other people play Tetris and be like, You got a two liner, you are shit. Yeah. like, You gotta hold yeah. out for the long yeah. one, you dickhead. <laughs> what well, are you why doing? Are you building
0: this up, <laughs>
2: it's either four lines or it's nothing, you, you yeah. loser. <laughs> um, was and there
0: then, uh, was yeah. there head to head versions in the original? I can't remember, or was that something no, that, no, came, know,
2: later that on. came later? It came a bit
1: later. Yeah, yeah, it came later. So original it was just by itself, and you still I you, I still spent hours just playing by myself on on with Tetris. It's it's great. Yeah. Um, and then came, um you know, various other games. One one particular game that uh, struck out to me when i tried was when i was trying to um, um, uh, remember um the games that i played back then it was a, a platformer called commander king i'm not sure if you guys ever played it um and that had so many versions like it was commander king the original then i think it went all the way up to like commander king 6 and it was just basically every version is basically the same it's just a, it's a size scrolling <laughs> platform with a with commander king i think he was on a pogo stick right so a have a to look guy to pogo stick. i don't
0: yeah. know what this game is so i'm looking it up too um is it like a kids adventure game or is there like a battle it's side scrolling yeah, it's a side scrolling platform okay but no do you, you need to shoot people or is it jumping it's on the, on things
1: He's jumping on people yeah if my if my memory serves me correct, yeah, right, yeah, but it was um, it was it was, I played it a
2: lot. <laughs> it I, looks, I do not it looks a lot. little bit a little bit um, Donkey Kong like.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure actually. Uh, it's it's.
3: I have never seen of, this thing uh, before.
1: Like, I played it a lot, <laughs> and it was uh, it was very i don't know somebody must have given me like a copy of it on like the floppy disk you know like just load it up and just played it this was very popular to me
2: yeah definitely not popular to me no
0: i don't don't remember that one at all
2: yeah each to the room
0: each to the room yeah, yeah. Well,
2: back then it was like you didn't really have access to everything right and you know, I know that the first PC games that most of the guys were playing at Kimura were um, you know, probably in early high school, but like first person shoot up games like Doom and Wolfenstein, yep. oh, I yeah. think. Wolfenstein um, 3D. Wolfenstein
1: was the original. Um and I played that quite a bit as well. Um but that was that was a bit later. That was like when, it was a bit when the computer funded- yeah, one PC got to like 46, three four, eight, six, 6 four six, something like yeah. That. yeah. So that was a bit later. So it's not like in, in the early 90s, right? So yeah, my um, issue
2: was through all of that time I was playing PGA Tour golf because yeah. it was the only thing I had. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I played PGA Tour golf as well. I remember well, of the, course,
0: the thing that now now people would never know that you you bought like three things and that's what you played and that was that was it because it was too expensive to to have everything and you couldn't just download it you'd have to go to the shop and actually buy the bloody disc <laughs> or the the drive the floppy yeah. disc <laughs> back then.
1: Another game that I played um, quite a bit, and that was played in school was. Um, where in the world is Carmen San Diego
2: yeah great that game. Was,
1: yeah so that was sort of seen as an educational game by the schools I think because you had there were a lot of um, logical deductions and and so forth so you basically it was you know you, you, you it's like an investigative game so we we played that a lot it was it was a good it was a fun game but I never had it at home I just always played it at school so, I, I think have,
2: every school
0: must it. have had that.
2: I think every school had that. Yeah. They've made it into a Netflix series. Um I oh, really? yeah. and and what? on so so as part of and it's good for the kids, right? So what they do is like it's an interactive Netflix game uh, or oh, or series yeah. where you know you get to the a point in time and you can tell the characters or come in San Diego what to do between a couple of different options. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like yeah. a choose right. your own adventure on Netflix. Yeah, quite interesting. Much more than the uh, Bear Grylls equivalent, if mm. you saw <laughs> the yep. Bear Grylls show where he did the same thing. And he's like, will I walk around or will I r- walk over this strange log? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get on your Bear Grylls. <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I definitely remember that one too that was definitely a pri- every primary school every primary school class uh, and that was the that was the reward uh, you you finished early with your maths okay go play 15 minutes of where in the world has come in San Diego it's yeah. hilarious it's good right because
1: it's it's got it's got um history it's got geography um it's got a uh, logical deduction so I think it's a it's a great game
0: I't question anyway. all what happens in the, <laughs> the actual game but I will take your word
2: for it what yeah you can never catch them because they're always they were just here or it would say you're off the track and you'd be like "Fuck, got that one wrong <laughs> um, yeah. but the um the one the 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 school i don't even know if you call it a game but the one that i remember because um kimura had the apple um, the old school apple macintoshes and um when you were first learning how to use a pc in school um they would get you to program in on uh I can't remember what's called logo rider or like it has a turtle and you've got to give the turtle directions. And you literally oh, yeah. say like go straight twenty and it would just go and you could turn three degrees left or some shit and then go straight. <laughs> like and it would just it would just create a pattern on the screen. Like that's and you thought that was great fun, right? <laughs> Yeah, that was great fun um, until um, until in in high school, one of our um, geography teachers um, had decided to add Sim City, oh no, sorry, yeah, Sim um, two thousand to yeah. his um, geography curriculum. So every class, two oh. kids would be able to play Sim City while everyone else was learning about geography. It's it oh. <laughs> what you did oh, in Kamura. <laughs>
0: so a little bit different.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, my yeah. when I when I started year seven, we uh were the first year where everyone had to have a laptop. Um, and that's probably where I started really playing PC games. And so that was '95. My first laptop was a Toshiba T1910 that turned into a doorstop pretty quickly. It didn't really last <laughs> last long. It was heavy like as all shit. Um, it was it was that it did have windows then Windows 3.1 um, had the mm. connector mouse which was the ball on top of um, the the side connector so you push the ball around to move the the mouse it, it's I think it's kind of come back a little bit I see them around mm-hmm. now um, I, have, I have one right here I here use we, ball yeah. mouse yeah uh definitely did the job back then the problem was that it was detachable so it stuck into the side of of the laptop which really meant that every kid broke theirs very easily (laughs) because it wasn't all that all that good to carry around um but we had that in class so obviously when, when we got it a lot of a little bit similar to now the the older people and the teachers had no idea what was going on with computers so i remember all of year seven most classes we went to, you were playing games for most of the class, and the the old alt tab came out, and <laughs> <when laughs> the teachers did not know about. And I reckon we we almost would have gone the whole year, um, before someone worked it out that actually there was a way that you could play games and quickly switch the screen. Um, but the games that we used to play uh, were really old school type games. So I remember playing a game. Uh, Dangerous Dave, which actually looks a little bit like your Commander King Dangerous a Dave. Dangerous. Have a picture of Dangerous Dave. <laughs> <laughs> He's that that's a devastating Dangerous Dave, I think. Dangerous um, Dave
2: looks like um Wreck Ralph. A,
0: a little bit, yes. Yeah, it looks like a little uh, I remember playing that a little bit. Um the the other big one that we played was a game called Sopwith. Which is, I, I'm pretty sure, is the name of a World War something plane, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a a little left to right scrolling platform game where you flew this flew this tiny plane, um, and there was obviously like things that uh, obstacles that you had to, to get around, things to shoot. Uh, but that was that was probably the number one game that we played early on. The this particular laptop. The uh, the T nineteen ten was not color, so the games and, and didn't, didn't have much memory at all. So the games we had to play were pretty pretty low end, which wasn't great. The good thing for me though, bec- because um, actually, in addition to to the the consoles that were stolen, my T nineteen ten was stolen. So I through insurance got the upgrade and got the first color computer <laughs> at school when mm. I came back for year eight, which was fantastic. It was a whole whole different ball game. And didn't have the connector mouse; had the little, um, that little pointer that sits in the middle of of your keyboard between what G and G and H. Mm, um, mm. That they still have kept around. Yeah. That was the only one back then. So you didn't have a trackpad; you just had that. Uh,
2: but that wow. was fantastic. Software looks <laughs> shit. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> it I, I yeah, opened like up Do like not, not knock it. Terrible game I've ever seen. This looks like an, it looks like an Atari game. Tim, <laughs> it does. <laughs>
0: It, and and it what well, you had to go into MSNOS to run the game
2: <laughs> Oh, my god I'm, I'm, looking to... at,
1: I'm looking at screenshots of sopwith two and I'm like this is terrible I, I I'm hoping you you're playing that game not sopwith the original
0: <laughs> uh i, I it might have been too I don't know I haven't looked it up
2: <laughs> so sopwith oh. is the name of an engineering company uh like an aviation company um in the first world war um and it looks like it's now out of business. Probably should <laughs> <prefer. laughs> they
0: shouldn't have gone into game development because that didn't go well for them.
2: But I am I am liking this early years quote on their uh, Wikipedia page that uh, says that, and I'll read it because it's quite funny. Um, An early collaboration with uh, the S. E. Saunders um, Boatyard uh-huh, of East uh-huh. on the Isle of Wight in 1913, produced the Sopwith Batboat, an <laughs> urban flying boat with a laminated uh-huh. hull which could operate on sea or land. They they produced the first Batboat way wow. before Batman was ever created. That is <laughs> amazing. The things you
0: learn on this Inspiration for DC. I know.
2: The way this is all about... Um, all about learning uh, this podcast um but i'm pretty sure it went out of business somewhat after and then what i think happened tim is that they used the sopwith name for this shit pc game because they realized that they didn't have to pay any royalties to anyone because they were already out of business.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very true. I don't think we've we've paid for, we never paid for that game. Somebody worked out how to get that for free. I'm sure that was ripped off someone. <laughs> came with, came with the PC. <laughs> uh, uh, dear. That, that's pretty funny. That's
1: the most, that's like the worst game I've ever seen. You've seen the graphics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and can I tell you that sh- and T1910 was one of the shittest computers of all time? Yeah. It couldn't handle any other game in Windows. It looks. Windows I'm than pretty sure the only game it could you, you could play was maybe Minesweeper. That was about it. <laughs> Minesweeper was fantastic.
2: I love Minesweeper. <laughs> that was such a good game.
0: So mm. it, it was one or the other. So when you, we bought yeah. a Minesweeper, then we moved into Sopwith.
2: Mm. <laughs> what the, what I was thinking about this, uh, Tim. Like you mentioned, software Zane and I call it out as being a shit game. Probably was, but what it what it makes me think about is the fact that, and we've we've mentioned it a couple of times, that when we were kids, you could play anything, no matter how shit it was, for hours on end and for a long, long time. Like kids these days do not have the attention span for it at all, yeah. and yeah. the the generation that grew up with that, like, let me. Let me give you the best example of a, a, a group of people who are prepared to put up with the shittest game and play it forever. Um, and I'm talking about, on the Nokia phone, the game Snakes. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> everyone loved the game Snakes, right? And we all played it. And we played it forever. It was the only game available on, on a phone. I'm thinking the Nokia 3330 or whatever the hell it was called. And when it's all said and done, if you can master two quick moves on the keypad, your your snake can never be beaten. Like, the game is very simple. There's no, there's no barriers. You just go to one side, go up and down, and then go back, and then go up and down and go back. Like, why is this game fun? But at that point in time, everyone played it. Right, And you played it for hours. It's ridiculous.
0: absolutely. Uh, there was also no other game, I'm pretty sure at all that you could there play. was no other game <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's that the is mode right. yep. well, or you I'm could type fair. in yeah. or
2: you could type in the guy's phone number like you know80085 and boobs that's the only other thing you could do so um. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure I got a Nokia phone just just for snakes.
2: I'm pretty sure a lot of people did. I think I did too. Um, yeah,
0: I, I did too at one point. Uh, I think I started off with a Motorola and then went, Nah, I really need to get this Nokia just to play
2: snakes. I feel yeah. left out because I'm the only one that can't sit around playing snakes. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so, so Stuff to flip, <laughs> hey, Back in, and the
2: And the screen was so small. Like, oh my God. I don't even yeah. know I don't even know how that we put great. up with that.
0: <laughs> so the, the thing that um, obviously a lot of us remember we mentioned before was uh, loading a lot of these games and, and playing them uh, with the 20 million disks that you had to put in to actually load the damn thing um, and then it went down to a smaller uh, disk drive. was it three and a half inch? I can't quite remember yeah small floppy yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the small floppy. Harder. Do
2: you know what yeah. shitted me about that was they still called it a floppy drive, but it wasn't yeah. bendable at all. A true. <laughs> I might don't call it a floppy It was, it drive. was <laughs> a brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you that couldn't was, call it a hard drive because, like, the hard was drive soft. was the internal. Like, yeah. Uh, but it anyway, was soft on the inside. <laughs> it was definitely soft on the inside. Yeah.
0: Uh, when we go past that, and um, obviously we go to CDs. Mm. What were the guy the games that you guys? played, Because I think that's that's when things changed quite a lot, um, and obviously the the quality of the games changed quite a bit, and yep. uh, there was a lot more burning CDs and or buying them at swap meets or wherever yep. you, you got your games from. Um, yep. Who wants to share a couple of stories about that?
1: Well, I'll go first. I I, I remember. I think it might might have been just <clears throat> even before CDs, and it was the three and a half um, inch <laughs> floppy drives. And one, one series that that um, kept updating, refreshing itself, and, and and I kept playing was a game series called uh, Leisure Suit Larry. well. LSL. I never played yeah. it, but
2: but every, every school kid knew about it, right?
1: It was really popular, right? Because it it had elements of um, for for adolescent kid it was it was very interesting right because it was it adult had... themed
0: adult themed yeah
1: it, it was mood. adult themed but it, it didn't have nudity because it was all it was all um implied
2: pixelated pixelated right yeah
1: exactly it was, um it's just you like know, watching was... uh
2: like watching japanese porn
3: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it put you um you're were, you're were, Larry, right? So it sort of put you in the driver's seat. So whatever you did, you you made it happen. And that was uh, the—I think that was one of the pioneers for for a um, um, role-playing game, right? So that was um, that was fantastic Uh, and very a lot like we would, you know, we played every single game. Um, I play every single game of that series. Um, and as soon as it was out, uh, it was dis- distributed around school. Um, the kids were passing it around. So, there yeah, are a
0: lot of. Leg- I'm just looking this up now because I can't remember like what six, version I played. Maybe. I remember up to six, but there there more. are more than six. Six came out in oh, yeah. uh, '93, and then a CD version in '94. So oh. this goes all the yeah, way back to apparently '87. Legendary wow. Larry wow. in the Land of the Lounge Lizards. Oh, <laughs> I never, never played that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it wow. goes up a level though when you get to Ledger Suit Larry 3, passionate patty in pursuit of yeah. the pulsating pictorals. <laughs> wow. in the world? Wow. That, uh, that one I played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ledger Suit Larry 6 I think was probably the the, the best. I, I do remember that one as well. Shape up or slip out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there's a cut. By the time it gets to, there was a version made in 2020, wet dreams dried twice. What in the world? <laughs> Uh, Which platform is this on pc i have no idea I, well i'm I, gonna I, have to go back to steam to <laughs> search for it <laughs> I, I don't know where you download that one from but that's no you could, i'm sure it's
1: i'm sure it's available on, on on steam um the platform but uh wow wow uh, yeah good um thanks tim <laughs> the marketing
2: marketing department really moved with the times didn't they <laughs> uh,
0: well. they knew their audience
2: they did know their audience yeah and clearly yeah. they'd
0: be able to get uh get Zane now <laughs> so that's that's yeah. quite funny it, it really definitely picked it up a bit later on <laughs> I, I do remember that uh, set of cds getting passed around it was probably leisure suit larry six and seven when that was on cd
2: yeah <laughs> that, that was yeah. a good one yeah i, I never played it I, I don't know and i'm not i'm not trying to um justify myself being uh of the more innocent type but I actually don't remember during that time playing many, if any, um, PC games. So the only thing I remember in that, like after the original games, was Warcraft 2. That's the only uh, thing I remember. And I don't even know what year that was. I think that was far that later. was
1: late. Yeah, far later. Because mm-hmm. um, before Warcraft 2, it's a similar type of game. It, because this is um, RTS, a real time strategy game. So uh, the year for that was. Um, no, it was June two.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think so. at that point in time I was um maybe playing PlayStation games and everything or, or it would have been Mega Drive games. Um maybe maybe things like Gran Turismo or something like that. Um, like the original. Yeah. But mm. everything I was doing on the PC at June 2, that point.
1: June 2, yeah. June two was quite early, so I don't think Gran Turismo was out. Yeah, I may be wrong, but um, that was um, a fantastic game uh, i'm not sure Tim, if you ever played it um, but um, it it basically had the story um, the background story of the Dune series but um you know, which is quite famous and it had different houses right so you, you had the Harkonnens, the trees and the uh the freeman's um and uh, basically um you know you you will come in and you'll select your your house or your clan and then you'll start building you have to harvest spice um on june and then you you'll have you have used the spice as credits to build build factories and build um barracks and and, and train troops and different vehicles and um and then you have to attack the other factions um so that was a, a really um a pioneer for um rts um mm. in, on pc and it was really it was quite good graphics for the for for the time so yeah it was really it was a really enjoyable game uh, and it had a long um it had a long campaign as well so it's not like it finishes um after one or two stages so you had a story mode and and you had to go through different progressive stages to to to, to finish the game um it was uh, it was really good and that led to commander conquer now, obviously that you know then that led to you know games like warcraft 2. Um, and so forth, but June was the one that started. I think it was the one that started everything for All that right. type of game. Yeah, for that type of genre. Mm. Yeah,
0: I'm not I, I never got it. into those those types of games as much. Oh, I okay. was more uh, shorter, shorter attention span games like Doom, Wolfenstein, Duke Nukem, a lot of first player <laughs> <shoot> em ups. <laughs> yeah, Slight, slightly different.
1: Was good. Yeah, um, Wolfenstein was the pioneer yeah, for shoot em up. So that was,
0: that was a a classic game, yeah. Yeah, no, they're all fantastic. I I remember, uh, look, a lot of my games ended up coming from a very similar uh, year or era. And the reason was that we went to, I think, Malaysia in about 1995. Um, And at the markets there, we bought (laughs) a crap load of games and brought them all back. And probably for the next three or four years, I was just playing those ones for anything for PC. I remember distributing those around. The big one we got into um, was, and because we're all big uh, soccer fans, was Championship Manager '95, '96. Because and oh, we yeah. never updated because that was the only year that I got from Malaysia. So we played that a lot, um, and and that was the one where you, you could play twenty seasons of it if you wanted to. Um, but people get absolutely hooked on it, um, and, and it was all about picking a random team in the fifth tier of English soccer and. Um, I always seem to pick Tranmere, um, and always um, trying to, to to buy random players who, in in reality now, have become superstars. So they were like fourteen year olds, um, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic was in there, Kim Kallstrom, these kind of guys that cost you no money <laughs> and build them all up. So that was that was kind of the the bigger game back then. Um, yeah, and probably for some of those longer more. type games, it was more like a Sim City type type thing or Civilization yeah. or something. Championship Manager is still
1: going, right? I, I, I know they. Uh, maybe it's called something different. It's called Football Manager or whatever. Uh, but it's still, there's uh, been
0: a couple of editions of it. I think Championship Manager. There's both different versions. Of I think, yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's I, a whole heap of play.
0: football fans that are stuck in that, so they love playing it.
1: Yeah, I used to. I used to play that. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, it, 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 it all it made your it made you very um, optimistic. <laughs> because you, you 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 pick up like a random guy and you you you're praying and praying that he's going to be good right? so, yeah, and I used to and you used to be able to save before games, so if you lose a game you'll quit I'll quit I'll come back in because the result will be different
0: <laughs> that that is true what i what I love that came out of that was that there are some football players in real life who have become absolute flops and they the, the most famous part about them is that, that that everybody bought them in the game um and there's a yeah. i think there's a like a top 10 list and i remember the number one cherno samba uh in one of the later games didn't go anywhere was supposed to be a super kid um and you know was 15 in the game and had a, had a nothing career in the end um but he yeah. he's well known for being <laughs> a great buy in the game only
2: <laughs> that's funny
0: Hey, Pete, uh, PlayStation, you you mentioned. Uh, yeah. Oh, that I'll something... with No, we'll oh, get back to PC in a
2: minute.
0: No, we'll come
1: back oh, to PC in a minute. I, so to... I have uh, a couple of good ones for PC up. No,
0: we'll, we'll still come go back to PC. Go for it, Sam.
2: No, let's go. <laughs> Keep going.
0: All right.
1: All right. So um, another, and and you, I'm, I'm sure you played it, Tim, was the FIFA series, right? The FIFA um, soccer series. On PlayStation. And I remember yes. when, yeah, and I remember one particular series, I think it's FIFA 95 or 96. I don't remember exact year. Um, it had a bug and, and I'm not sure if you remember this. So your striker, if, you're, if you kick the ball to the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper collects the ball. If you place your striker right directly in front of the goalkeeper, I think around 50% of the time, the goalkeeper will, hit, will kick the ball onto your head. And yep. into into the goal. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yep. So, so yeah. So so yeah yeah you mind. remember this right? So that was yeah that was that
1: was my most vivid memory of the FIFA series. And, and then it you know it, it slowly it, it got overtaken by PS Pro Evolution Soccer because it was more realistic. I you know I was never really a big soccer fan, but um, but fake soccer I can get into. Um, but when it got too realistic, I I couldn't I couldn't win a game, so I just des- I just not to play.
2: <laughs> I was never I into soccer, that. but I, I remember the FIFA '98, and, and the Cup. reason I remember it, yeah, it was the road to the World Cup, but it was also um, Chumbawamba as the lead act for the game, um, ah. and it was. I, I just remember having the game and playing, playing it in that song, like the um, uh, tub thumping. Um, just yeah. <laughs> learned that song like to no end, right? It was one of the first, I guess, commercial tracks that was attached to a video game, at least that I remember. Um, which is fairly common nowadays, but I think back then it was it was um, unusual to say the least. There
0: are a few, I think, in that version because Blur's song two was also. Oh yeah, on that's that true one. as well. Yeah. As well. That, yeah. yeah. There was a few. Good ones in that that soundtrack that that was definitely my favorite mainly because of the songs to open the game
2: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well I, I those on, it.
0: on playstation though
2: i liked it because um like i'm not a huge soccer fan but i can get into it when we're talking about countries um whereas when it's when it's related to like um you know english premier league or whatever i don't have that much of an interest because. Yep. I haven't followed soccer that much, but if you're talking about say, you know, Brazil versus Argentina, like I can get into that for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know, on the subject of sports, obviously, um, we used to play NBA live, um, a bit every year until it stopped releasing. Um, and then moved over to NBA 2K. Um, I, I still vividly remember using the Milwaukee Bucks in NBA 2K. And, um, having tim thomas dominate (laughs) Uh, so yeah
2: the thing i remember uh, the thing i remember about nba 2k and i think it was the first nba 2k um i don't remember exactly which year it was from but the revolutionary thing at that time was when you blocked someone's shot you could block it basically smash it towards half court and into the crowd yeah. and, and and it was like a full-on SWAT which to me was like unbelievably hilarious so um yeah. that's what I kind of got into that but then they took that away the more realistic it became that probably you know has taken me a little bit away from some of these games but I uh, still I still like it it was yeah.
1: a, there was a stage um, there was a stage um the two co-existed and it was a big sort of fight between the yeah. gamers as to which one was better mm. if you guys remember I think it was yeah. around ninety eight, ninety nine 99 when um one and 2k just came out and live was going has gone for a few years um and then 2k obviously won won because they were a lot more realistic going for it, like in, in the later games but yeah um, that was um it was good live was fantastic um uh, in the earlier earlier versions um like you said uh you know, you had to cheat stuff. Uh, not on PC, I don't think that shit ever existed. But uh just the the fact that you can play um with with your as your favorite players um in NBA that was that was really good. And they had some really good um you know, really good teams back then. So hmm.
2: yeah. the thing That's I find really tough cool. about these types of games as opposed to like um say a golf game, um, is that you know, teams are constantly changing. Players' abilities are constantly changing. Um, who the superstars are um, and who they will be is always like a bit tenuous at the time that the that the game is made, because they obviously have to make it ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. And then give someone mm-hmm. an ability. Yeah. And it's always funny to go back and see, like, you know, some of these players that, as Tim was saying, with like his earlier version of Football Manager, like players that they expected to be good and didn't make it and all of that type of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think at one point, and I think this was on the NBA live platform, every player that was becoming the the face of the platform or that game was getting injured like the next season um, through some kind of long-term injury. True. Um, and, you know, I think it, at the point where you were talking about where it was, live versus 2k i think because it was newer and and maybe a little bit different i think it was kind of cool to like 2k um whereas uh nba live was kind of probably for the old schools
0: yep yeah true true what i what i find funny is they still uh in particularly epl they at the start every time there's a new fifa released um some of the teams actually kind of have the whole card printed out and put that you kind of release that um and unveil it for the player who most of the time looks at it and goes oh fuck that that's that's I'm, I'm better than that at defense or, or speed or whatever and it happens year that's... on year on year and it's just fantastic to see their reaction
1: same same as 2k now because they have like the, the, the abilities right so um you know kevin duran was asked recently about um what he thinks his rating should be for the new 2k game yeah and And he said 99. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's pretty funny actually.
2: Oh, my, my actually, my point on all of that um, was that I, I kind of don't understand why Tiger Woods golf needs to be updated every year because I, I mean, I get it. Golf golf is the same. I, I have multiple versions of Tiger Woods golf. And maybe that's the point is that they're trying to sell more. Right. But, all of yeah. those versions are basically the same. It's basically the same game over and over again. Um, yeah. One where uh, Zane, Zane and I do like to just bust out and and play a few skins um, yeah. when he's, when he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was on the PlayStation. That's the only, like, on uh,
1: only yeah, golf I can beat, P.E., sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, yeah. No, you could, definitely can, yeah.
0: Did yeah, anyone have anything to else thing. to add on PC? Because I was going to go to PlayStation, which some of us might have had, which was kind of was oh, probably sorry. the same period, to be honest. Let, right, you can go to PlayStation. Let, let's go to play. Pete, did you have a a PlayStation?
2: Yeah, I did. I did. I've got the PlayStation One, um, and I've got the PlayStation Three, I think. Um, but question without notice. This is what Tim would usually do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it. Um, two really popular games um street fighter obviously very very Mm -hmm. popular street fighter 2 and and gran turismo i'm sure both Mm -hmm. of you guys played uh played both um yeah favorite characters favorite car um street fighter my favorite character
1: would be uh ryu i'll always use ryu um simply because he looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, like, you know, I could use everyone. but Yeah, but Ryu I use more often because I, I think it's because he, he's got the fireball, dragon punch combo, so it was easier to, to, to wing using him.
0: But... I always used Guile, and I don't know why, but...
2: Guile? Yeah, <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> yeah he's hard to use, man. <laughs> Guile
0: was hard to use. I- when when, I, when it was when it was too tough, it would have been Blanker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, blank was, was,
2: <laughs> blanker was me because I was not very good at the game and I I was well known as being someone that on like I would just mash the buttons and somehow if I was playing with Ken or Ryu, I'd be able to get a dragon punch out. But yeah. at yeah. least Blanker you could just like kind of like E Honda, right? Electrocute, yeah. just mash the buttons and you and you could um yeah. It's quite funny.
0: Very, very
1: cool. Yeah. Very cool. Turismo. Uh, yeah, Gran Turismo, Turismo. Uh, Gran Turismo um, I, I never really played that much because, um, you know, I, I'm so good at driving. I don't really. I,
2: I <laughs> Maybe you should have played it a bit more often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I never really, no, be, no, I'll tell you why, because uh, Gran Turismo was for me, it was too realistic. So I, I didn't like, I, I was more um, need for speed.
2: Ah, uh, okay.
0: I think I always started with the um, the Mitsubishi Lancer.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, only because that's a throwback to, to the Evo. Because it's a yeah. bit of a throwback to um, World Rally Championship. Um, oh, Colin McRae. Play. And, and Colin McRae and a few of the other mm. ones. Col- uh, but Colin, you, you, Colin McRae. Colin McRae. <laughs> some, of, some people like to, to call it. Um, but mm. more World Rally Championship, actually. I played that a lot more earlier on. Uh, That was PlayStation, I think.
3: Yeah,
2: the Gran Turismo um, game. um, Like I I was really good at the Gran Turismo game. My favourite car was the FTO, the uh, Mitsubishi uh, Mitsubishi. FTO. Yeah. It was. It was so good. Like the handling of it was amazing. Um, Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game. I played that a lot.
0: Yeah. I remember when I first got the PlayStation, the the game that I played a little bit of uh was wipeout but only and mm. i don't know if you guys remember it a bit of a uh like... played on pc oh yeah yeah also it released and a few other things but i only ever played the demo version because it came with the uh playstation when you first got it uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Never upgraded oh, I to the actual game. just played the demo over and over <laughs> actually so you the played, game like two stages right was yeah demo? i think what it was only or... only the first two stages <laughs> <laughs> dominated the first two stages playstation was Um, bloody expensive back then
2: (laughs) the game i played on playstation and i don't even know why because it's not really um the type of game i would usually play but metal gear solid um was a game i played a lot of and it must have been the only thing that i like had i guess and i don't even know how i got it um but yeah i played that that that's
1: not the platform one that's the snake um it's the guy it's the snake game right yeah. sorry it's metal gear solid that's the guy with the with the character it's called snake the,
2: yeah yeah that guy yeah okay. it's, oh, a, yeah, it's yeah. A, uh you know whatever you call it it's like it's a story a story game yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah it's
1: yeah.
2: a decent game yeah it's a
1: good
0: game i i got caught up in all the the car racing games and all, all sports games so i never really got around to that um, I was saying before, World Rally Championship, which was the, um, it was an earlier kind of pre-Colin McRae, one that I used to play quite a bit of. Um, and Carlos Saints was always the the, the guy that I, I picked. Um, and over time, he changed cars, but kept picking him. Not <laughs> sure why. <laughs> Just something about, about Carlos. I used oh. to really
2: love the the paint job on the Celica. Yeah. The, the green, red, and white. Like that to me that was always that was always the best. And I think it morphed into a if I'm not mistaken, a Corolla, right?
0: Yes. Yes it did.
2: Um but yeah, I I, I got into the Colin McRae rally. Um I think and in, in that game he was in a Subaru, mm-hmm. um, the original WRX. Yep. Um, the blue one with the with the red uh, no, with the yellow writing. Yep. Um but I still I, I was still big into just that paint job. I don't know. If that's the only reason I liked the Toyotas was the paint job. The <laughs> Colin McRae Rally would have been like
0: late '90s, I think. Maybe almost. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Then, yeah. Um, I, I never liked Subarus. I was always a Mitsubishi person, so I was always driving whoever was in the Evo, um, <laughs> who, who could have been Tommy MacKinnon at the time or someone like that. Can't quite remember. Tommy MacKinnon. Yes. Oh, t- Kimmy's father mackinan but yes close
2: (laughs) oh it's 2013. oh no 19. a later one mcrae rally on playstation 1998. yeah 1998 yeah yeah so that was
1: like um
0: high school just finished high school
2: right yeah
0: yeah i'm pretty sure it would have been tommy mackinan in in the in the mitsubishi Yeah, Carlos so Sainz right. might have been in the uh, in the in the Corolla then. By then, he <laughs> was winding down. That uh, was a few good games.
2: I would I would assume, um, Tim, that our memory of it is hopeless.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just I'm making this up. This was probably the last time I actually watched the the WRC back then. When, when it was probably on free to air. Like another thing we mentioned the other week. Yeah. Won't <laughs> mm. intentionally go out and watch it nowadays. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> no, that's right hey one one um one game that i do have to mention just because i just thought of it um and it was revol- talking about sports games was microsoft golf um yep. because i think that was that revolutionized golf mainly not because of the game but because of the commentary and and that's the thing i remember about um mm-hmm. about microsoft golf like the, oh, that'll play, and yeah. all of those like classic uh, Microsoft Microsoft Golf lines. Oh, it's in the short stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used right, to love actually, that game. Yeah, all, that was all great. about
0: all about the commentary. Great phrasing. Hey, yeah. um, did you guys ever find the hidden games in Microsoft Excel?
1: No. What? No.
0: There what? were hidden games. I, I remember the only one I remember, and I know I, I can't remember what they called it, but um in excel 97 there was a flight simulator um i can't remember how what? you had to you had to go to a specific cell and then type in shit, and then this game would pop up um but apparently it was there in quite a few of the the different excel versions i don't know if they still do it now uh but there was there was a, a random flight simulator game that you could play
2: Again, because I was at school, that was another thing that we used to. This is the first I've heard of it. Didn't that that get a lot of airplay after nine eleven? Like I thought that the the embedded flight simulators and all that kind of stuff—that's where I'd heard about it. Um, Not because of um, not because it caused any any attacks or anything, but because um, you know I think that there was there was a push that you know a lot of these types of flight simulators should not be able or allowed Mm. and i remember someone saying that there was an embedded one hidden in the in the coding of excel Mm. so i'd never played it but i have heard about it yeah Yeah. uh
0: have a look for easter eggs in microsoft products or easter eggs in excel i've just pulled up a Mm. a list um and there are a few so uh office 97 had had all different ones in excel was flight simulator and word was a hidden pinball game Access had a magic eight toy ball, very random. <laughs>
2: have you wow. have you seen the the most recent one that Google has? Um, so if you do a Google search and you're offline, um, and it or it can't find it, and then it shows this page that has a um, like a dinosaur on it. It's actually a game. You can just play it.
0: I have not, I've also never, uh, you need to be offline?
2: No, I, I don't know, <laughs> actually. I, I, I think it's like it's like if you get the old 404 error or something similar yeah. um, that you can, you know, you can just play that, uh, let me look that up, Google Dinosaur game. Because I was going to say, um, if you need
0: to be offline, then maybe we ask Jacko when his internet isn't working. <laughs> so he would have probably have come across that a lot
1: my work file is just disconnect my vpn <laughs> probably
2: zane zane can drop off and just continually get this game <laughs> but it's called yeah the dinosaur t-rex game um so when you see it all you need to do is press the space bar and he starts again
0: yeah wow <laughs> okay
2: yeah and it can jump things and all that kind of stuff yeah you it's need awesome. to
0: definitely look into that
2: yeah there you go
0: uh, we're running a little bit low on time, but I think we can we can squeeze a few few more in. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about at all um, would be arcade games, which mm. I'm sure we've got mm. a lot of a lot of favourites over time, and and there would be um, a couple of stories to go with them. I'm sure. Uh, any favourites, mm. for you
2: guys? Oh, so many, so many. My original but- favourite is The Simpsons. i don't know i don't that's that's pretty early on i remember because and and this is this is the reason why i remember it um maybe i can't remember if tubsy was invited to this party or not but it was a birthday party of mine and the movie we watched because we went for a movie with Mm. like maybe like two or three mates shortly tubsy was there um and i remember playing either was the simpsons game or the ninja turtles game they were very similar Mm. um, in the way Mm. that they worked Yep. Um, and we we watched the movie Naked Gun two and a half, I think. So whatever year that was, um, uh, those games were great. I remember yep. those. That looks looks like it was about
0: 1991. Yeah. Oh, they were fantastic. I, um, I recently played Ninja Turtles with Jasmine actually at that time zone oh. um, well, just before lockdown. And and that brought back quite a few memories. I remember in the Simpsons one was Marge walking around with like a, a vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner yeah, <laughs> that was
2: great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah.
1: The the older original arcade games um, that first um, that that I first play was um, Double Dragon. So that was like the old fighting um, side scrolling yeah. game. Um, then you know then you know um street fighter came out so you know played street fighter quite a bit um but the the game that i have the most fond memory of um and i certainly got a lot of free play out of it was um uh, nba jam
2: i knew where that was going <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so i mean pete and i um during uni uh, Melbourne Uni had like a little arcade um, place at the basement and there was one NBA Jam machine there. So every time um, when you play and you play, if you had four players, so two versus two humans versus two humans, uh, the, the winning team will get a free free game after that. Mm. So Peter and I basically never lost um, playing NBA Jam.
2: It was and we business. always used to- we, we, yeah. were che- we were the, we were the not the cheapest, but we were the, the poorest of all of the guys. So other people were happy to keep throwing in dollars to try to beat us. Yeah. But we got a lot of yeah, free games out be, of that.
1: It used to be um, always the Adrians. I don't think Tim knew the Adrians, but it was yeah, uh, Adrian, and Adrian Ho. They would never give up. <laughs> they never won. <laughs> and
0: we had, with, like, uh, what was uh, the favorite team?
2: It didn't matter. It didn't matter.
0: <laughs> oh. But I think, yeah, Larry Johnson,
1: Larry Johnson um, Muggsy Bogues, or Miami with, with Glenn Rice. Um, Glenn Rice and um, shit. Yeah, but it was definitely Glenn Rice, Glenn Rice
2: and <laughs> Ronnie Cycling. Yeah, that's right. But the, but, you um, know, we had, um, had, um, was, had um, it goes, Larry Johnson and Alonzo Morning, right? Was, there, was and the show. Yeah, Morning and Johnson
1: and, and Bogues. Yeah and mugsy but Definitely uh, well, yeah. one of the best it was it was a great game it was a great game and yeah, um, that was a great game and um of course then you go to the actual arcades where uh, you know on, um, in melbourne you had the red house and the white house where all the asian gangsters hang, hung out um and that back then uh, the big games oh. there was king of fighters um and Daytona but -hmm. King of Fighters was definitely the uh the game right because you had uh it it basically was a revolutionary fighting game that's um that required a lot of skill to to master because you had to combo all the all the moves together and you had like supers and stuff so um that was um what I played but I wasn't that good at it well you know in, in in red house um people would put their coins down on the side of the screen to <laughs> represent their next in line yeah and basically if you win you just stayed on so there, you have a lot of people who just kept kept on winning and they were very good with whoever they played right mm. um so so that was um king of fighters and daytona was um daytona was like the the game where you can sort of slide around and try to beat the um the 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 rate the record um um the the track record right so and beat each other um you can race against each other four machines at a time i think the the most is the most um eight eight yeah
2: the biggest the biggest thing with um daytona was those you know those sneaky ones because it was always like a dollar a game or whatever right but the sneaky ones where um you know you'd only get eight laps Whereas, if like I'm talking about beginner mode, and some of them you'd get 20 laps and you try to yeah. find the 20 lap one um, so that you yeah. didn't, you know, so that you got a good game out of it. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, if you had eight people, it was quite epic. Um, those games were really yeah. good. I don't think anything's
0: beaten that Daytona driving multiplayer game yeah. that I've seen in recent oh, times. It's still, that's still the number one.
2: That's still Look the number one. Yeah,
1: it's one of those games. If you if you go on, the, say if we go to Boycham, we're going to an arcade, and you see it, you have to play it, right?
2: <laughs> well, yes, just- I, I would say that it would be second in line behind one that I know Tim's got on his list. Which we we, we know what the number uh, oh, yeah. one game. If you see it in an arcade, that you're going to play, right, Tim? Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: uh, well,
2: actually, there's a couple. I was thinking about Final Furlong, but um, also the Bishibashi.
0: Um. Both on my list. Both yeah. on my list. Final furlong, final, I final think, final. is is great for everyone, including those watching. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's really why you want you want to see final furlong happen, particularly when it's older guys having a go and you're racing down the straight at the last moment and everyone's just slamming the bloody machine to try and get it. I was going to say,
2: these days, maybe not so good for the machine itself.
0: Definitely not good for the machine. (laughs) Uh, Like
2: every time I see Final Furlong now, like there was a point where it was a new game and it was always pristine. And I remember going down to uh, Crown Casino and playing it in the arcade there because it was an epic arcade. And I think they had four machines um, all tied together. For yep. final furlong, now when you go in, it's like eyes don't exist, and some of them don't have heads, and you know, like, you know, like it's, they, they they haven't kept well. Um, a lot of yeah. those machines, I think they've been beaten around a lot by people like us.
0: Definitely, especially yeah. when you pick up the reins and the head is completely on a slant. You're like, I'm <laughs> <me." laughs> a little bit angry. I think with this one. <laughs>
2: Uh, I love that game that's a great oh, game but except, mine would always just run out of fucking energy and I'd be like I'm going to whip the shit out of you horse <laughs> whipping Come you on. early oh the carrot's going damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh, whip the horse like you're
3: right.
0: <laughs> exactly yeah, Bishi an absolute favourite though love that one um, also because I seem to be quite good at it but that's neither here nor there uh, just, just a, a fan favourite <laughs>
2: One game I used to play a lot um, on the arcades, and it was more of a, I think it was a uni game, and maybe in a group of friends, both you know, female and male, um, was the um, Spot the Difference type games. Oh, they yes, were very yeah. popular for a while as well. Um, the girls yeah, loved it, yeah. Yeah, the girls loved it. So then you kind of liked it as well <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you were trying, yeah. trying to make some moves. <laughs> The old, the you old. Want spot, to make some the moves, but you don't want to give cool up? Okay, but you see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, there
0: was one sports game that I only played at the arcade and never played at home at all, which was Virtua Tennis. That for some reason oh, I didn't play any yeah. tennis game on console, computer, Strong whatever. Has. Except for, yeah. yeah, except for. At the oh, arcade. Tim, I'll,
2: I'll bring it over. I've got it somewhere. I have it. Winning I think game. I have it on um, on PlayStation. Really. I think I,
0: so. I have never looked for it, uh, but I absolutely love that game. I'm not really it's sure why. It's such a good game.
2: Yeah, it's such a good game. I know why. It's a
0: great game. What look? There's that. There's that. Um, did Did you guys have a favorite favorite player in that game to use?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yevgeny.
0: Oh, Yevgeny. I liked. Uh, I liked. Um,
1: actually, I didn't have a favorite player. I used quite quite. I used moya quite a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Michael was good.
0: Yep. Carlos Moyen, yeah. Carlos Moyer, definitely my favourite as well.
2: I hated, absolutely hated, coming up against Tim Henman. Oh my god. That oh, yeah. guy would fucking he was the bane of my existence. Because <laughs> uh, he was always at the net. He's always all over you. If you're on a hard level, you just can't pass him. And he would just yeah. like he would just get back like some that fucking weird is. angles that... at, at yeah. like that super speed. It's
1: really, really hard after like a couple of matches.
2: Guess uh, so, especially hard in
1: to, when, yeah. When they are, uh, yeah, I mean, you can never win.
2: <laughs> I remember Zane. Um, I remember us, I think it was us playing virtual tennis. We would take yeah, was one, one game at a time, yeah, it was us, so, yeah. And then, and the way that White House or Red House, whichever one it was, worked was that the virtual tennis was set up as two machines, um, back to back um so someone would come along to challenge you you wouldn't know who the fuck it was right they would just put in the coins and and a thing would flash up on the screen and say you have been challenged or some shit and and you know we we would we're pretty good good. we would dominate these these hacks that would come in and play but the problem is like we needed people to come and play because we couldn't get past like the third or fourth yeah. like arcade player because they got too damn hard mm, as soon yeah, as yeah. Henman, henman came on, you'd be like, "Oh fuck, we're dead, um, but yeah, great game, yeah yeah they did a uh, virtual tennis, I think it was two it might might not have been three, but they um you know they added the because I think number the original was just men, right, or was it women as well?
0: I only remember. No,
1: men original was men they had a they had women afterwards in the later versions
2: yeah i remember i remember they had um the the ladies i remember davenport being like the the heavy server or some shit (laughs) and pat rafter i think was in one of the later versions as well
0: yeah i i don't remember this many versions of it to be honest
2: (laughs) yeah
0: quite a few versions
1: um but, yeah, it was good. The, the gameplay never changed. They, they, they used to say they, obviously, they, they weren't the, uh, the NBA Live um, formula or, or Tiger Woods golf formula. So just added a few characters and kept the gameplay the same.
2: The a only difference, the difference I found in the gameplay a little bit, I think, in later games was in the very first version of it, if you remember saying, if you were in position and you were angling your shot, you could never hit it out. You'd always, the the only thing that would happen is if you went too early on your angle, but you couldn't quite reach the ball, your guy would kind of dive for it and then the ball would pop up and the guy would just smash it back, right? So you had to to be in position early, but no matter how much angle you put on it, you couldn't hit it out. The only thing you could really hit out was the serve. Um, But I think in later versions of the game that changed. Oh, okay. Right. We are
0: nearly running out of time, so I'm going to ask one last question now, uh, without notice. Um, and we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, favorite game where the soundtrack has has stuck with you or something stood out about it, uh, To either of you have something off the top of your head? And I'll give you a bit of thinking time, because the one that um, is a PS2 game, I think, that I played it on, that I really enjoyed was SSX Tricky. Um, and for some reason facebook must have been stalking me because it came up recently as a hey this is an old school game that you might have liked playing uh, and it absolutely was and the reason for it was just because of run dmc and uh the song it's tricky which was fantastic and i really played it really just for that soundtrack more than anything else it was a fantastic it was a pretty good game um snowboarding snowboarding
2: game to either of you pete and zane have something straight up yes i can let zane do some thinking on this one nba live 2007. um the the soundtrack on that was really great the song that just jumped out and i wasn't familiar with the band at the time but jurassic five did a track on it called work it out and that song just like became an epic favorite of mine um Mm. from nba live 07
0: it's actually got it i can't uh, quite remember that one
2: yeah it's got a lot of good um tracks on on that one actually um but work it out is a, is a really good one
0: mm.
2: awesome zane anything off
0: the uh top of your head nothing off the top of my head I,
1: I i i gotta say nba 2k series have a lot of good songs so they they have a lot of you know um, usually it's all hip-hop and and rap and so mm. forth so um it's always um, very good, and every year it's always very good. So, um, but I don't remember specifically which game. So,
0: okay, we're gonna close it there for old school games because uh, we are running very low on time. <laughs> we're about to probably be kicked <laughs> off. Um, so. We have one recurring segment which we need to uh, update everyone on, which is the ultimate footy because Olympics is has closed out. There was only one game to really discuss, uh, which was me versus Tubbsy last week, and Tubbsy got there um, oh, on on huge. March, I think, just in the end. So five yeah, very, very five four, very close game. Uh, unfortunately for me, it was the the, the crap Melbourne game. Uh, that just kept going. <laughs> so that, that, that's killed me. But anyway, um, Tubbsy's done well. He's into that. We, we, we're both missing the same amount of players, so he's he's into the final to take on Mr. Cameron, who has uh, been up the top for most of this season. So let's see if Tubbsy can take him down and quiet him up um, after this week. It, it, hey, it's one thing,
2: on. one thing, Tim. I did want to mention um, while we're talking about footy was that epic game coming up on Saturday I think it's on Saturday, Melbourne versus Geelong yes. my team versus your team, yep. or I should say your team versus my team um, to determine who will finish top of the ladder, probably um, yes. I know I- if, we, we, if we win Port Adelaide can still get there on percentage if they have a big win, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what happens on the weekend so all the best um, for, the, for the D's, but I hope you guys get steamrolled <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, I have a bet on the minor premiership that I really would like to come off because it's worth quite a lot more than the parlay that I'm going to have to put into Geelong, which I oh, don't want oh. to do. But <laughs> 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 I I think there's a need for it, so let's let's see how this one plays out. <laughs> is is, um, is Hawthorn going to make the final?
2: <laughs> no, but Hawthorne, Hawthorne did win last week against Melbourne.
0: Uh, no, against against uh, someone, against the dogs,
2: against yeah. the dogs that killed the them. Ball. Yep. And I said, I said to Tubbsy, who's a good Hawks fan, at the start of the year that they were better than the Gold Coast, even though he said no. And I just see that they've passed them by two points. So um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say anything until now because they weren't, they weren't even looking like they were going to get close, um, and they got beaten by the Gold Coast. But um, Looks like they've they've come back a little bit, and and Richmond's going to miss the finals, which is great.
0: Oh, I think everybody's happy oh, really? about that now.
2: Yeah, wow. The tenth, I think. Wow. Yeah, they
0: stunk it up in the back half of the uh, the year, which is fantastic because yeah. nobody yeah, it's wanted really the good. finals. <laughs> we're all happy about that. <laughs> so let's yep. see, how this, see how this one goes, and we might have to get a special guest on the podcast, uh, and I think we're all hoping it's Tubbsy. For the win. So mm-hmm. let's see how that uh, plays out. <laughs> Hi Cam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think that's that's it for this week. That was a good one, and we're we're running right to our limit of, of podcast time. So um, uh, good on guys. That was a, yeah. a nice trip down memory lane. It so, was. So, and and we, to be honest, we probably could have gone for another two hours on this. There are a lot Easily. of other ones we've got on our list that we've cut out, um, and. I don't think jacko is going to have known any of the games that we actually talked about yeah. because we didn't come to the the more recent period
2: we didn't talk about angry birds
0: uh, no. <laughs> no
1: well you did mention candy crush so <laughs> i did
2: mention candy crush yeah i did yeah you're right
0: <laughs> he's got one all good yeah all right Thanks all right for guys listening. see you next time
2: see ya <laughs>